0: Spirit of a Champion presents Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams. Welcome to another Encouraging Moment. Hi, I'm Bobby Williams, and I'm so glad you joined me today. I want to talk to you today about godliness and contentment is great gain, the fullness of Christ. You know, over the years, I have learned that godliness and contentment in Christ are great gain in my life. Sometimes people are hoping for something great in their lives to transpire, but not willing to wait on the Lord. So they settle for less. When you place Christ over everything, including your hopes and dreams, you can trust Him to fulfill the plan He has for you. Being true to God, living a godly life while being content in Christ is great gain. Why? Because God's plan is always better than your own. In your own power, you may want to take a shortcut. Now, these shortcuts can keep us from God's best plan. Contentment means I am filled with the fullness of Christ and I am completely resting in His promises and His plan for my life. Be expectant of what Christ is about to do. For the Lord has a plan, and when He reveals the plan He has for your life, it will be amazing. And that's what we're going to talk about today. This message is going to change your life. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you for this time together with my brother or sister in Christ. Lord, anything that comes from my lips or my heart, let it be edifying and glorifying to you, and let everything that comes from my lips be inspirational and encouraging to this audience. In Jesus' name, Amen and Amen. Well, if you have your Bibles, turn to First Timothy chapter six, six through sixteen. First Timothy. Chapter 6, 6-16. Six through 16. But godliness with contentment is great gain, for we brought nothing into the world, and we can take nothing out of it. But if we have food and clothing, we will be content with that. Those who want to get rich fall into temptation and a trap, and into many foolish and harmful desires that plunge people into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil. Some people eager for money have wandered from the faith and pierced themselves with many griefs. And I've seen this all my life. In verse 11, But you, man of God, flee from all of this and pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, endurance, and gentleness. Fight the good fight of faith. Take hold of the eternal life to which you were called when you made your good confession in the presence of many witnesses in the sight of god who gives life to everything and of jesus christ who while testifying before pontius pilate made the good confession i charge you to keep this command without spot or blame until the appearing of the lord jesus christ which god will bring about in his own time god the blessed and only ruler the king of kings and lord of lords who all alone is immortal and who lives in unapproachable light, whom no one has seen or can see, to him be honor and might forever. Amen and amen. Well, my number one point today is godliness and contentment is great gain in one's life. You know, sometimes we want to take a shortcut. We want to have something in our life because we're looking at things. We're trying to live our life through sight and not through faith sometimes. And we want that house or we want that car we want, that person And we just want someone in our lives, and we take a shortcut because, well, it doesn't matter if they believe that way. It doesn't matter if that house is a little bit more money than I can afford. I'll make it up by saving or something. What seems honorable sometimes can be a shortcut that can actually short-circuit God's big plan for you in me. And so I've learned it over the years that godliness and great contentment is great gain because if you're being content, you're saying, okay, God, I'm content with what I have right right now, but expectant of what you're going to do, and I believe your Bible promises, and I'm putting my faith in you. When you can do that and go to God with every decision, and you say, Lord, I I want a house. Well, one of my friends wanted a house, and he took a shortcut, and it was honor. I mean, it wasn't a bad thing, but he bought a house that really wasn't in the location he wanted, and he bought this house for a little bit more money than he could afford. By the time he got done, he had realized that he didn't ask God about it. And God forgave him, and he got it all fixed up. After a year or two, he was able to sell it. But it short-circuited God's plan for him. Years later, he ended up with this amazing house. And that's what I'm trying to tell you. You love God, and don't be tempted by the money or the short gratification of doing something that you really shouldn't do, even if it seems honorable. Because it doesn't mean that it's good for you or right for you. And be thankful for what you have now but be expectant of what God's going to do. 1 Timothy 6 says, For we brought nothing into the world, and we can take nothing out of it. But if we have food and clothing, we will be content with that. Well, This is kind of the place where you look at your life and say, let's write down all the blessings we have right now. Thank God for my family. Thank God I have a roof over my head. Thank God for my apartment. Thank God for my career. Thank God for my degree from college or the trade that I'm in now. And see, these are the things that keep you content, realizing that you've got it really good and knowing that you can trust God to take you where you really need to go. Now, all those things of wanting things, that's an honorable thing. Everybody wants to have nice things. I do, you do, everybody does. But what God's saying in this next point is, love God and not the temptation of money. The problem is not money. The problem is you might want to put your faith in that money. I know people that if they don't make any money, they don't see any value in themselves. Or if they make a lot of money, they are puffed up and and believe they're better than everybody else because they're making all this money. There's really a temptation to worship money in our society. Now, I believe in hard work. And I believe in doing good, and I believe in giving to all the causes, ministry, to people that are in need as God calls. But I'm saying love God first. You know, love Him in everything, and don't be tempted to love money and hurt yourself. Remember what the Bible says about this, that many people have pierced their hearts by working so hard. You know, there's some people all they care about is getting ahead, and they work 14 hours a day, and they work six, seven days a week, and they never rest like the Lord says and it pierced their heart. It really does. It pierced their heart, and some of them die from heart attacks and, and all kinds of issues and problems. Now, my number four point is God says, God, man, and woman flee from all of this and pursue these things. First Timothy 6.11. Let's look at that just for a minute in your Bible. It says, pursue righteousness. Don't pursue the money. That's the blessing of God. And by the way, Deuteronomy 8 says that God gives man the ability to make money. He wants to bless you. You will have those things. Don't just strive for that. Listen to what it says God, man, and woman, flee from all of this and pursue these things. What are these things? Righteousness, godliness, faith, love, endurance, and gentleness. And when you can have the blessing of money, When God gives you the desires of your heart and he ends up giving you a great career, wonderful house, beautiful family, because you partnered with him, because you put him first over money, because you were content in the waiting room and you were waiting on this big door to open for your life. You didn't jump into heavy debt. You just waited and continued to save and you continued to work hard. And then when God opened up that door, what a wonderful blessing, and the blessing won't come with anxiety and worry and doubt. It will come with the things on this paper, godliness, faith, love, endurance, gentleness, righteousness. As you do those things and you pursue God and love him and worship him, then he'll give you all things you need. And here's Matthew six thirty-three says, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. People think that God wants to hold back and not give his children rewards. That's the opposite. Listen, he's been so wonderful to us in our family. Just all the wonderful blessings of two children, and a grandchild, and our aunts and uncles, and my mom and dad, and my grandma and grandpa, all these people in our lives that richly bless us, and our church, and our pastor, and all these things. And guess what? Those are the blessings of God, and in the meantime, He gives the house, and the cars, and everything else. But we put Christ first, and we don't worship money and things. We worship the one true God, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, jesus christ amen and amen well i hope you can have great contentment in your goal out in life and when you are trying and striving i hope you'll have great contentment so you don't take any shortcuts and you don't get into undue trouble you can just stay in the fullness of christ i want to give you that last verse in this whole lesson and it, it comes up in Colossians chapter 2, 6. So then, just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in Him, rooted and built up in Him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught, and overflowing with thankfulness. Amen and amen. Well, let me pray for you today. Dear Heavenly Father, I just ask that my brother or sister in Christ would have the godliness and contentment in their life that became great gain for them. Father, that you would give our audience great confidence that they put Christ first in all that they do and all their decisions and don't worship money, but worship God. He knows what we need, when we need it, how we need it. And he'll show up for that person and he'll give them those wonderful gifts and blessings that they deserve. And he wants to reward them for their loving him and, and worshiping him. And so Lord Jesus give them health, give them peace, give them rest and contentment, but give them an expectant heart on how great things are going to be as they go down the road and trust you all their lives because your plan is the best plan. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, until next time, be encouraged. Thank you for listening to Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams. For more Encouraging Moments, go to encouragingmoments.com or join us on Facebook at Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams.